0: Welcome to LifeHouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Thompson. I'm here with David Thomas. Hi everybody, how are you all doing? And we're going to go right into the helmet of salvation. Yep. yep. Alright, right, have come quite a long way. Well, how many hours worth did you count? Oh, I think it's about 16, 16 uh, hours
1: of podcasts.
0: Nearly 17 probably yeah. by the time we upload the one we just did. Um, That's a lot of time we've spent doing this. Yeah, yeah. And thank you to anyone who's stuck with us throughout that amount of time too. Well done, well done. That's a lot of investment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is.
1: All right. The helmet of salvation. Okay. Now we've been sort of looking at how the enemy attacks us and the subtlety of his attacks. Now, uh, sometimes he's not always subtle. He gets pretty full on and he gets pretty blatant and it's pretty obvious. But uh, and that's what we have the shield of faith for. Now. The next piece of armor protects something very, very important and precious. Our heads? What's in the head? Brain. (laughs) Mind? (laughs) Absolutely, the mind. Um, The helmet is there to protect the soldier from any um, weapon impact on the head that will affect the mind yeah and 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 the sight and and you'll you'll notice that most of our senses come out of just the head area
0: yeah and I think it's important to note that when we're talking about this stuff, Paul is using specific well, he's been given a download from God and he's using the specific types of armor to talk about a specific type of warfare and defense. He's not just throwing out the helmet of salvation. He's not just coupling the helmet with salvation willy-nilly. It's the spiritual concept. You're not actually wearing a helmet, of course, but it is there for a purpose. And like you just said, to protect people from something that come in and affect the mind.
1: Yeah, and, and, and what what we need to understand is we need to transition from a very, very basic understanding... Uh, I don't want to call it an immature understanding, but a very basic understanding of okay, I get up in the morning, I pray, Lord, I put on the helmet of salvation, protect me now Lord, for the day, and then walk out and then bang, you get an arrow in, and I thought life just gets scattered. Yeah. So what we need to be what we need to be learning here is how does the helmet of salvation, the spiritual helmet of salvation, what does it look like in my life, and how do I use it? To protect my mind. Yeah. I want you to read 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 to 5.
0: In the Amplified. Amplified version here. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical. I I don't know how to put in brackets. Weapons of flesh and blood. But they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds.
1: Okay. Just stop there. And I want you to just see if you can answer this question straight off the bat.
0: Yep.
1: Where... Do strongholds primarily exist? Because a stronghold is a fortified position.
0: Yeah. So where do they exist? In our in our lives, where, yeah, do, where they do they exist? exist?
1: In your life, where, where where is the primary area for a stronghold to exist?
0: In our minds.
1: Exactly. So read that one again now, with the thought of okay, the stronghold exists in my mind. It's a thought.
0: For the weapons of our welfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds.
1: Okay, so the weapons we use within ourselves, remember we deal with flesh in Mm ourselves. So if we've got strongholds, we need to exercise this weapon against the stronghold in our life and destroy it. And then we need to turn that area into a stronghold of the Lord a stronghold of the word of God Mm. now when we're talking with people more often than not what we are facing is a stronghold so if you're going to go in and deal with someone that's in Isaiah 61 you're going in to rescue someone there is strongholds that have their roots their foundations in inferiority in insecurity they are manifesting out of rejection and rebellion Yep, and so some, so so a person is going to come at you and he's going to be very aggressive towards you, in a rebellious way to try and dominate you, bully you, but you'll often find that the root of that behaviour goes into his insecurity,
0: mm. and the stronghold that's been in place in his mind. So
1: oftentimes we will come in and we will respond to the words coming out of his mouth. But not think. Okay, maybe there is a stronghold here, and the root of that stronghold goes right down into, boom, this little area here. Right, rooted in insecurity, rooted in inferiority, manifesting as rejection and rebellion.
0: Right, and so when you're saying, or when the Bible's saying, "For the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but they are mighty before God, for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds," are the weapons of our warfare? Is that in regard to the strongholds okay. only in place in our lives? No. Or in others' lives Both. as well? Both. Yeah, right. So
1: right now, okay, the belt of truth is a weapon of our warfare. Mm. So if we have a true relationship between ourselves and God, and, it, and and we understand ourselves truthfully, and we apply this truth within our lives, the enemy will come in and try and lie to us about who we are. Mm. So we will say, no, that's not who I am. Based on what? Based on the gospel of peace. Mm. Yep. And what do I do? I speak forth the word of God with sword of the spirit, which is what we're going to deal with next.
0: And Satan doesn't By have faith. Satan doesn't have the power to put a stronghold in your mind, does he? But he has the ability to implant the idea for us to form our own strongholds. He wounds you. Yeah. He attacks you. Yeah.
1: The dots remember Genesis 3 1. Does God really say this? Creating a creating a foothold, mm. creating a place where he can put a foundation, a root in, and that root goes in insecurity, inferiority, and then we start manifesting behavior.
0: Yeah, we start making choices. And then we
1: start, yeah, and we and, and so we build up a stronghold layer upon layer upon layer in the boot camp. Wild at Heart from John Elridge, we start talking about wounds that are protected by poses, Yep. Strongholds, entrenching and protecting a wound, protecting a lie that we have come to believe as truth. And so what does the Word of God do? The Word of God comes over and cuts through all of that, exposes it for what it is, and then the Spirit of God comes in and brings healing into that area. We move away the rubble Mm. and we begin to build... In truth, Mm. righteousness, based on the gospel, applying shield of faith with the gospel, with the helmet of salvation.
0: So how does our helmet of salvation, how is that effective before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds in other people's lives? How is the helmet of salvation effective there? We're going to go into that. Okay, that's later on. I've preempted you. You always do, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Four and five. Just read it again there.
0: Okay, I'll read the whole thing. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One
1: all right it's pretty powerful scripture think about that verse 5 now in in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 it says and take the helmet of salvation excuse me you okay? yeah receive receive this helmet okay this is important this is really really important because the helmet of salvation protects your mind the ability to think logically it protects the ability to reason things out wisely
0: Mm.
1: it maintains a biblical world view of life okay every one of us this is how i look at it okay Uh, every one of us has got a a world view this is how i look at the world and i interpret the world do I have a liberal, libertarian, conservative, um, agnostic, hum- animistic, humanistic, um, polytheism? Whatever my worldview is, that is how I interpret everything around me. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Christian, our worldview needs to be biblical. So, in other words, I have a pair of glasses on. That gla- those those pair of glasses is how I see, and how the world around me comes into focus. Yep. The helmet of salvation basically is that worldview of how I interpret, and 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 so. How do I reason when this thing comes at me? How do I reason? How do I think? And so the enemy is trying to throw these dots into my thought process. Mm if you control how a person thinks you can anticipate their behavior now what billion dollar industry operates on those two principles
0: you control what a person thinks you can control, the behavior. control their behavior advertising, advertising. Mm-hmm.
1: why is my product better and you can why do they promote and put so much money into brand names why do why do they try and sell people onto a brand i'm a night person i'm a coca-cola person i'm a this person i'm a that person mm. because then they can anticipate that no matter what happens this is what you're going to get yeah yep so the world view the thought and the, and the enemy knows this the enemy knows this um if 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 he can influence how you think on a specific subject, he can anticipate your behavior, and if he anticipates your behavior, he can lead you deeper into deception. Yep. Yep. And ambush. Yep.
0: Lay traps for you. Yep. Yeah. So read verse five again. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Incredible. Yeah, it is incredible.
1: <laughs> All right. Now, how do we do this? How do we actually apply um, the helmet of salvation? Mm. how do we begin applying this within our life
0: well now, I think yeah. yeah go ahead well I was just going to say that part there where it says the true knowledge of God would play a significant role in the helmet of salvation mm-hmm. that'd be okay to say, yeah anyway sorry what were you going
1: to no, say no 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 I mean you, you, they, if, if you want to if you want to look at answering that question it's in that verse of scripture mm. you know it's the application Of the knowledge of God.
0: Yeah, so the helmet of salvation is about having the true knowledge of God.
1: So so here it is, here it is. The helmet of salvation is there to apply the knowledge of God to every thought
0: and purpose. That sets itself up against...
1: Which tries to lead us away from from obedience to Jesus Christ. Yeah, right, yep. So the enemy throws the thought in and tries to create doubt about God's goodness. Mm. The helmet of salvation is there to take that thought captive and say that's a wrong thought because it's not the application of the knowledge of God.
0: Very interesting.
1: How often have you heard me say uh, default
0: habit patterns? Default mode. Default mode. Many times. Okay, explain it. Well, default mode is where it's a learned behavior, learned habit patterns. As you've grown up in the world, you've been wounded, strongholds in your life, and you have these learned behaviors. And that's your default mode. Yeah. So it's a default reaction that you've learned in you know reacting to something like a trying circumstance. You've learned to deal with it a certain way that maybe is not biblical. That's so, your default mode.
1: So spiritual warfare training courses that we run like boot camp training the big five is there to retrain us into changing our default habit patterns to God's habit patterns yep so when we when we come into a conflict situation remember we were speaking last week about the conflict situation number 1 instead of defaulting in response to an attack mm. according to our flesh or thoughts that would lead us captive away from Christ, we actually default towards Christ based on the knowledge of God that we possess.
0: Yeah. And that takes a lot of practice. Takes a lot of practice. And that's, you know, that's... How do you do that? Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I just want to use a way of illustrating that is that through growing up, my learned way or habit of dealing, my default mode, in dealing with a, a conflict situation where somebody was in the wrong would be to make peace with them, to be at peace with everyone around me, respect them, don't get into anything that will cause conflict. That was my default mode. What I'm learning biblically is that that's incorrect. That in certain circumstances, I'm called to say to a person what you're doing is wrong. What you've got, that that, that is a wrong thought and to actually have conflict in order to lead them back to salvation so I've got my default mode which is to just make peace blanketly but then I've got the actual biblical way of dealing with that Give situation two words in the biblical way of dealing with that it was Matthew 28 isn't it
1: yeah and it's rebuke and reproach yeah there is a difference between rebuking someone mm. and reproaching someone
0: mm. Mm. Yeah, and do, you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like my default mode was that, but I'm slowly turning it, so my default mode is to wade into that with courage. Biblical default mode. Yeah.
1: This be- is what the Word of God says, operating in spirit and in truth. All right, how do you actually begin doing this? What does it actually look like in your life? Mm. Matthew 12, verse 2.
0: Romans 12. Uh, Romans 12. Romans 12, verse 2. thank you. Do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed or changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you.
1: Alright, that's how you do it. Mm. But how do you and know the perfect will of God what what is it that you need to do to begin changing the default pattern that you've learned the exterior superficial and how do you begin changing transforming that default that negative default to a biblical default what is the exact specific tool that you begin to use to train and retrain yourself Mm. What do you use? What is what is it?
0: Word of God? Exactly. Exactly. I'm doing pretty good this you podcast. Are. You are. <laughs> Getting most of the questions right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always up in the air how well I'll do.
1: John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Romans eight, five to eight. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit for to the carnally minded is death, but to the spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. The battlefield is in the mind, mm-hmm. that's the primary target of the enemy. Now, in most battle situations, the enemy is going to come in and because his weapons are inferior to us and because his weapons actually cannot penetrate our weapons he is going to try and deal with our mind and our emotions and he wants us to respond to the old fashioned the superficial custom that we grew up with the old flesh the old flesh and not the Renewed. Mm. Okay, that's 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 what he's wanting to do. That's where he's trying to hook us. Mm. He's trying to get us now to operate and to basically go in there and make a decision there that is a wrong decision. Mm. And more often than not, standing is the application of the helmet of salvation. Standing is the application of the word of God in spirit and truth into a situation irrespective of how we think and feel and we have to have the courage to stand irrespective of the impact within our relational circle when that takes place
0: and I just want to say for those of you who struggle maybe to read the Bible and for those of you who struggle to read and to meditate on the Bible you know, because I can do that myself, I read five chapters every day, but sometimes none of it sticks. You know what I mean? I don't think long and hard about it, for those of you who struggle with that, I can suggest reading the Bible to begin with and becoming disciplined with that. five chapters a day I find is it's not it takes about ten minutes thirty a week it gets you to thirty a week, and you'll yeah it is it's very helpful to me to be disciplined in that. secondly, read books that discuss the Word of God. So, read other people, people who are more studied, more experienced in these matters, read their thoughts and opinions on the Word of God. And three, surround yourself with people who know the Word better than you do. Because that's what mentors. I. Mentors. Surround yourself with mentors. Because my training in this and the application of God's Word into situations has come about largely thanks to David. And largely thanks it's... that's the problem. <laughs> but largely thanks to surrounding myself with a person who's had more experience with it and who, in all humility, knows the Bible a lot better than me. And so I'll come to David with the situation and he'll be like, Have you read this verse? And it throws it into the biblical perspective. So if you don't have that knowledge base to react, yep, start learning it. There's methods that you can learn.
1: Well, we're gonna go into the sword of the spirit right now.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. getting on to the and, second piece and Yeah,
1: we're going to just wrap up the, the armor but effectively what controls your mind controls you and your destiny and you can see that manifest in so many different scriptures what you are a slave to controls your destiny if you're a slave to Christ, he's going to control your destiny if you're a slave to an addiction that will control your destiny if you allow your mind to be tossed to and fro You're going to have a destiny that is here there and everywhere, Mm -hmm. you know And so the helmet of salvation with this piece of armor no matter what you go through You have a hope and a future That is not going to change Okay, Mm -hmm. now so within the bombardment. I know I know no matter what happens to me God cares for me and he has my future in hand 1 Thessalonians 5 8 Um, we read this in the Amplified but we belong to the day therefore let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet the hope of salvation God's promises are secure the enemy will try and make you doubt that
0: yes which that goes back into Genesis 3 again
1: God will always come through that's what the helmet says now listen very carefully. He might not come through the way you think or the way you expect. He is God. He will come through. He will come through His way. And at the end of the day, it is a better way.
0: And if you've gone through a situation where seemingly God did not come through, applying the harm of salvation allows you to say with faith, even though you might not feel it, to say, He did. Yep. He has come through for me. And He's the hope the helmet of salvation mm.
1: the sword of the spirit <laughs> it's going to be a quick one yeah. this one
0: the sword of the spirit <laughs> announcing it
1: yeah i don't know where i got this from i think I, I i got this from chip ingram or something like that someone one of these guys that
0: so you surround yourself with mentors and you have the books time. that you read about the word of god all mm. of the time
1: um and in one of these books that i read is it's it's funny that all, in all the mythic mythical stories that you read the fantasy stories you read you always get some um person that is born to humble beginnings humble origins yeah and they get thrust into this quest that saves the planet saves the world and
0: then you know like you, star wars uh, <laughs> you and your Star Wars. Don't you think, Luke Skywalker, young farm boy, yes. no story? Well, there, there, An older there, mentor comes along. There's
1: the story, and then and then he finds that 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 he's actually born with he, a bigger purpose. With a bigger purpose, he's born royalty. And He gets and a he, sword, and he has laser. to go and discover and find a a, a, a magical armor, mm. and then he learn has to learn how to use the armor to save the planet
0: and save people's lives. Save the universe from. This is our story. This is our story. So Star Wars you know? is good for illustrating the Bible? Look, look. Mm. Interesting.
1: Interesting, yeah. <sighs> interesting that we have to like, really lower our standard to Star Wars standard. But anyway.
0: Interesting that you're lowering <laughs> your st- Petty, David. <laughs> Petty.
1: Stargate. Stargate Admit is so it. much more. You know, they've got the warriors. All right, well, go ahead. Like you can, can use
0: it if you way. like. You can, I'll, I'll leave it. Let's just leave a bit of a slate. You can start to express Stargate and see how it goes and oh, see how it expresses yeah. the bigger biblical yeah. picture. Okay. Oh, this.
1: what's that silence? No silence. <laughs> I'm watching the clock. I've got five minutes. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Sorry. We haven't done that fight for a little while. No, we have to get it out no, of the no. way. I'm just waiting for
1: someone to come back and say to me, you know, on our on our interest. Yes. Yeah. You, I wonder you, why you are right. I wonder why no you know? one says
0: that to you. I wonder what the reason behind that is.
1: Alright, Sword of the Spirit. Pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We've got the Logos. We've got the Rima. Logos is the written word of God. Rima is the spoken word of God that is activated through the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, through you. Uh, It's the truth of God spoken. Mm. It's the truth of God applied to specific situations. It is the truth of God applied to lies and deceptions of the enemy. So when the enemy fires these lies at you, you speak the truth of God into the situation And what will happen is that that situation will probably explode, but as long as you can stand on the truth of God in spirit and in truth, you know you'll be able to stand in that situation.
0: That sounds like it's remarkably coupled with the helmet of salvation.
1: Everything's coupled together. Everything. Everything. It's like it's it's it. What I'm trying to get over to everybody here is that when you bring it to bear. Every piece of armor comes to bear at one point in the battle. Mm. Just think of these battleships. Like when we, when we start wrapping up the series, uh, the, the one chapter I want to talk about is bringing it to bear. Okay, now we've learned about recruit, training and recruitment. We've learned about the factors of warfare. We've learned about the enemy weapons, the enemy. We've learned about God. We've learned about our weapons. Okay, now we go into the battle scenario. We go onto the ground. How do we bring it to bear? And the picture I have in my mind is the Second World War battleships when they the naval barrage onto land where all these massive turrets just swing around and broadside and all fire. All the information is gathered. Targets are set and bang, everything fires at once. Boom, bringing it to bear onto the one target. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's a good illustration. Um,
1: Jesus models this in Matthew chapter 4 brilliantly you know satan comes in and attacks him and jesus just brings it to bear now the word of god says this end of story now yeah. what what happens i want you to notice something the minute the word the minute you apply the word of god to a demonic attack whether it comes through an individual manifesting a religious spirit in the church or politically correct spirit or whatever whenever you bring the truth Of god to bear it will neutralize that argument straight away but the thing is that that attack will 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 manifest in the next in the next sentence they'll accuse you of something else and they'll accuse you of something else and all you do when you're bringing it to bear is you just speaking the truth no this is the truth no this is the truth don't defend yourself just say no this is the truth this is the truth It will make these guys go nuts Mm. they will go absolutely crazy because they hate the truth because the truth exposes i want you to read that chapter that verse of scripture there which
0: hebrews 4 4 12 12. for the word that god speaks is alive and full of power making it active operative energizing and effective it is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart.
1: There it is. Go and meditate on that passage
0: of Scripture. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's just... It, it, the, the application of the Word of God is absolutely devastating to a demonic attack Mm -hmm. and you just stand on the word of god now listen carefully even though you are doing this your mind will still be he's still going to be throwing these accusations at your mind he just shifts his attack boom next attack will come in next attack will come in next attack will come in you just stand on the battle plan you stand on the path that you have set before you you do not move And you just speak the word. The word of God says this. That is the truth of the matter. Mm. Yeah, but you are this kind of person. You are that kind of person. Belt of truth. Breastplate of righteousness. Applied by faith. The word
0: of God says this. This is the truth of the matter. And they will keep coming back on the same attack point. I think we've said this a few times. But you will say... Well, now there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yep. Two seconds later. But this, Somewhere. but this, but this. Yep. but now, And you have to keep standing and keep saying I Keep it.
1: standing. And that's why the Bible says stand. Once you've stood, stand. <laughs> keep standing. Resist the devil. This resisting the devil is not this passive, you know, oh, I resisted it. You know, it's, it's a, a, it's a resistance. You will not move me. You will not influence me. Yeah,
0: resist doesn't mean to lie down and let everything wash over you. You're standing. You will
1: not take this away from me. Mm. You will not take my freedom away from me. You will not take my family away from me. This will not happen. I resist you. And how do I resist the enemy? By the application of the weapons of my warfare, which are powerful, supernatural to the tearing down of the strongholds. And so as I activate my weapons... It's going to have an impact, not only in my relationships, that relationship, it's going to have an impact in the spiritual realm, Mm -hmm. and it's going to cause all hell to break loose. Now, one last thing. How, What does it look like when my weapons are activated and I'm fighting a spiritual enemy?
0: what does it actually look like yeah,
1: what what do you think it looks like
0: speaking out loud the truth of god
1: yes yeah it just, yeah, just it's words mm. it's deeds
0: mm. acting on the truth of god
1: acting on the truth of God speaking the truth of god someone comes in and starts um l- l- let me let me try and have a scenario here someone comes in and starts to um bring a false accusation yep okay mm-hmm and 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 against the brother, it's talking to you. So, so, so you, you and I are sitting here talking, and I say to you, Oh, did you hear about so and so? and bang, 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 and I start talking to you negatively, yep, accusatory and slanderously about our brother Joe. Yep, how do you respond? How do you respond? That's an ambush.
0: In that moment, how do you respond? respond. How do you
1: respond? Now, initially, what will happen is like, you're going to be stunned. Boom. Whoa, whoa, is this true? Is this what he really did? Whoa, what is happening? And then you just got to say, whoa, hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. And you got to step forth in truth. Okay, so you, you, you respond to me by saying, whoa, whoa, hold on a second here. Okay. The Bible says that, To bring an accusation against an elder, a brother, we need two witnesses. Let's go and talk to him.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. What do you think is going to happen between you and I?
0: You're going to say, oh, well, I didn't want to back down a bit.
1: Yeah. What kind of influence am I going to try and bring to you for us not to go to Joe and have a chat with Joe? You know what kind of manipulation is going to Oh, come all way? that
0: sort of stuff. What, we're what, keeping what, it
1: private. Yeah, what's going to happen? You know, the the the, the you know, yeah. You know, I'm telling you this in confidence, or you break in a confidence.
0: Yep.
1: Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You are bringing an accusation against the brother to me, and you are violating the word of God. One, you breaking, you 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 committing a proverb six sin. Two, you bring, in a false, you, bring, you bring in an accusation without witnesses. And three, this will start to impact the, the unity of the body of the church. And if you break the unity of the body all manner of evil, are going to start coming into this area. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, but it's in confidence. I'm going to tell you this in confidence.
0: Mm. Oh, we don't want to, we don't want to upset yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. We don't want to make waves. No, no
1: don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. No, hold on a second. You know, we this is warfare. This is a battle. This is an accusation. Mm. If it's true, we need to go and help Joe. Mm. Mm. If it's not true, we need to find out where you got this from and deal with that person in spirit of truth and love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we need to maintain the unity of the body because we're at war. Mm.
0: Do you
1: see how subtle this is.
0: Yeah, and I now, can also see how easy it would be for me to join you on this accusatory thing. Psalm 1. How easy would it be? I would just say, oh, really? Oh, no. And then I would go and maybe talk to someone else. Yeah, Psalm 1. What's Psalm 1 say? Is that about the knowledge of... Walking,
1: wisdom? sitting. Don't sit in the seat of the mockers. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't walk past sinners in the way of sinners.
0: I can see how it would be very easy.
1: Now, what do you think it's going to do to the relationship if you actually apply the Word of God into the relationship and say, no, hold on a second. This is This is unbiblical
0: that would create a lot of conflict
1: but I'll tell you what I'll only do it once to you
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you will either you will either gain me as a brother or you will lose me as a friend my fellowship I'll cut my fellowship with you because I want to come in and gossip with you and I don't want to get myself I don't want to get myself sorted out and you saying to me whoa hold on a second the word of God says this
0: mm.
1: and the word of God will cut that argument dead Mm. my response will be no let's apply the word of God to the situation Oh no, yes let's deal with it or my response will be boom defense has come up because you've triggered my defense mechanism you've triggered my stronghold Mm. and all those stronghold to protect my love of the morsels of gossip boom Mm. that's gonna kick in
0: yep (laughs) Which is a lot different than the Christianity we seem to get taught. Yeah. Not just. I'm not trying to generalize that, but I think that's fairly common that you get taught to not, at all times, do not make waves.
1: Well, if you if you think about it, um, you're me. If I'm if I'm doing that, um, I'm either gonna go to a church where. It, they've got this big carpet, lumpy carpet, and it's just like, okay, let's just sweep this under the carpet. Boom, we'll mm-hmm. act as if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it, it it just develops that superficial relationship between you and us. So when we deal with each other, it's we, we will we will generate to what I term weather talk.
0: Yeah, talk about movies <laughs> and sport. And... It's
1: funny. I met someone I haven't met a long time ago, for a long time. Mm. All right, and um they've left our church mm-hmm. because of an issue and you know they didn't deal with the issue properly biblically mm-hmm. so they left our church in a bit of a huff but the relationship is just yeah we've we wavered each other and that and, and and they we, we bumped into each other
0: oh really yeah
1: now you know what i'm like eh? i yeah. just i just go for the big question yeah you do how are you doing you know and 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 automatically it's just fun how's the weather don't you find yeah. this weather absolutely strange and fascinating how's the sport men always go to sport yeah you know
0: um i love when david does it's a googly eyes when he does that impression
1: you know and and that's how our relationship will degenerate yeah of course but, you,
0: you often don't let it happen. You say, how are you feeling? Yeah, good. And then you go on and you, and well, then you come back and you'll be like, but how are you feeling? Yeah,
1: but because because you and I are in a, or in a Matthew 6 relationship. You and I are in a deliberate relationship. And you've come to me and said to me, teach me. And I've come to you and said, okay, but these are my conditions. And so when I see you struggling, I'm going to not just slide it away. I'm going to say, okay, what, are you, what is happening Let's deal with it and, it's, let's, and I use it as a training mechanism to move you from a negative default to a positive default, which is the default of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These guys, they are in relationship with me, but there's no fellowship between us. Mm. And so I'm, I'm not going to push it with them because they don't want me to push it with them.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: But if these guys come to me carrying a message about you, what is going to happen is I'm going to then push the Bible into that situation and my biblical response will be, I'm going to go and speak to Ben. I'm going to go and speak to Joe about what you have said to me. And I'm going to call you and we're going to have a a discussion about this to find out what's going on. If Joe needs help, we're going to help him. But if you carry a message, we're going to find out where that message came from. And I, I... I have very few people doing that with Well, that
0: is the most unpopular type of method of dealing with that. that I mean, gossip. I mean... Yeah. So you go to a church... You hear gossip every day. Yeah. At so least you go, once. You go
1: to a church where that gets swept under the carpet or you go to a church that is ruled by law. So you'll know exactly, okay, I can hide behind this legislation. Yeah. The problem is if you go to a church where... It's the application of the full gospel. Yeah. That's where it becomes, at first, confronting. Yeah. And then... Releasing. Releasing. Difference between the nanny church and the discipleship
0: church. <laughs> the that's my. Church.
1: That's my... That's a sermon on developing now.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one. Cool, we'll wrap it up there, Dave, unless you have anything more. No, that's it. Any more pearls of wisdom? No, that's it.
1: That's, no, that's the
0: belt. It. Next we go on to... The belt, that's the oh, sword. 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 And the sh- helmet.
1: Sword and helmet. Next, next we go on to the fruit. How do we apply fruit in battle? Because you can have the armor, but if you don't have the fruit, you will go down. Yeah. And I have seen this time and time again. You've got to have... You've got to use both in... Together.
0: Yep. Um, so that's what we'll be doing next week and I just wanted to no, maybe not next yeah, next week. Yeah. Oh well, we'll yeah, next week. We're doing three at the yeah, moment. Yeah, all <laughs> over the place. Um I did wanna week, I did yes. want to just say that I hope that if anything our pursuit and look into the armour of God sort of re uh cements just cements into you guys who are listening to us in podcast world, cements into you the importance of reading the Word of God. Because everything that we just said is applied through simple reading and studying and thinking and memorizing the Word of God and applying it into your life. We're not talking about a wishy-washy Christianity where you attend church and then forget about it for the rest of the week. We're talking about reading it and affirming it in every action that you that you choose to take every day. And it's tough, isn't it? Tough, but- To re- begin with. To begin with, and it's releasing, and it's rewarding in a way that is leaps and bounds mm. above the everyday normal existence of most human it's beings. It's really exciting. It is. I've, yeah, it is exciting. I wake up every day energized, even though there's warfare coming at me. Because
1: you're accomplishing something. I'm, I you're mission. winning in victory. Yeah. Start, the more victory you get, the more you anticipate getting more victory and then you and once you start getting victory within yourself your own life and your family then you start pressing into other people's lives mm. and it's Isaiah 61 and when you start to see that people getting free ah oh, there's nothing like that yeah
0: that's what our boot camps are all about yeah. that's why we're looking forward to it so much
1: um, I'm gonna what I, the last thing I need to say is this I'm skipping over two major points but I, well, I will, they will be in the book secret weapon so once you understand warfare, you need to understand prayer and the the correct application of prayer, how to pray, and that's uh, that that the last section of Ephesians chapter six you'll do in and praying the spirit and all kinds of prayer, etc. That's your secret weapon. That is your your power base, your your thing. Uh, I'm not going to go into that in the podcast. I will do that in the book, and then uh, I'm not going to go into dealing. With deliverance, how do you actually deliver? I might, I might touch on it at the end, okay. just depending on how long we go. Uh-huh. But the actual deliverance aspect of ministry, I might not touch on it in the podcast. I might touch on it in the book only, but that's still up in the air. But yeah, prayer will be in the book. Cool, cool. All
0: right, guys. Well, thank you very much. As always, we love, love you guys. We love you so much with all our hearts. <laughs> and no, we love to hear your comments and your feedback. So uh, give us a message, send us an email at www.life-house.net and yeah we'd love to hear from you but other than that see you next time see you guys bye